Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Uh, beautiful Sunday morning here in Ohio at the compound. Cohorts all upstairs uh, running around, so you may hear them. I'm on the lower level today. Just uh, yes, got in intrigued by a, a YouTube series last night and just uh, couldn't come down and do one. Uh, worked uh, Friday night, just didn't didn't get it. And I worked the rest of the month, so they might be sparingly. Uh, I got to work every weekend the rest of the month. So if I might take a spring break, but I might be back. So that's the dedicated few listeners I have, I, uh, if I don't have one out, you can email me or ask me or uh, see when the next one's going to be because uh, I'll try to put one out every week like I do, but sometimes life gets in the way, you know, it's a, it's a thing and it happens, but uh, so personally, on the, on the first thing I got to do is a personal note today, uh, I want to wish a, a happy birthday slash anniversary to a local rock band called um, blah, blah, I can't talk this morning local rock band called Laughing Cattle uh, yes Laughing Cattle uh, look them up on any media you can Spotify Apple Google Play uh, and it, it probably YouTube music anywhere you can find music they'll be there uh, I had the joy of spending 24 years as the singer in that uh, outfit and um, the uh, Redemption album. If you ever get a chance to listen to that, that is my all-time favorite. It's my concept album that I wrote and the guys jammed out for me on it. And uh, No, but it's been 29 years, 29 for the, the band's <coughs> existence from two guys that uh, got together as a duo back in 1994, and uh, like I said, a lot of good years, a lot of good times, a lot of great music out of that. So, happy birthday slash anniversary to my boy Skeet and the rest of the Laughing Cattle guys. I wanted to get that in there first today. Um, <clears throat> this is kind of a random episode. I don't have it broke down into categories per se, Kind of, sort of, slow week as far as news, but uh, jump on here and do a half hour, 45 minutes today, but we'll go through it rather quickly because there's not a lot uh, really piss me off kind of stuff. There is a few things, but um, just normal everyday news. But the first one, the first bit of news I have actually doesn't piss me off at all. It actually makes me very... Happy, not not so much happy for me, but laughable happy. Like, it, it finally, you know, some justice for the right and the lefties lose one, right? But it's a it's a Democrat ran shithole, so it really probably won't make a lot of difference. But the city of Chicago in the blue state of Illinois will have a new mayor or has a new mayor because Beetlejuice got beat. Beetlejuice done gone. Uh, I think they got tired of hearing her rhetoric about uh, 
uh, crime not being so bad and, and all the bullshit that uh, Beetlejuice spewed over the years, it will kind of be a sad to see her go kind of thing because it was so easy to fucking pick on Beetlejuice. So easy to find things wrong with this idiot. Um, and of course, the, the, the illustrious allure of her looks <laughs> and her fine-looking wife, by the way. Her, her wife is just hot as it can be. And, and, and I am insane if I would think that. Yes, yes. So Beetlejuice, I am Nora. Go somewhere else and be a barista at the Starbucks or try to ruin another small town or bigger city with your corrupt bullshit that you spew, but you're not going to do it in Chicagoland anymore. So that's a good thing for the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois, whether they want to believe it or not. Uh, goodbye, Beetlejuice. Out the door she goes. Of the weekend, uh, CPAC. CPAC was going on, and uh, Trump had a speech on there. And, and here's, here's my problem with, with Donald, J, Donald J. Trump. Now, I might get some splashback from the Trumpers, and I get that. But I sat there and tried to listen to his speech. I couldn't even listen to it all because he kept going back and patting himself on the back for everything that he did and said and all this stuff. It's like, Donald, we, I think everybody in the world knows by now everything that you've said and done, you know, with the, I'll bomb the hell out of you or, you know, that there was no wars during your term. Yeah, I mean, it's great stuff, great stuff, great soundbite material. But at the same time, it's like you sound almost, and I hate to make, I'm not trying to make fun of people that do this, but you sound almost like dementia or Alzheimer's because you keep repeating yourself. And it's like, if there's one thing that drives me insane, it, and I repeat myself, don't get me wrong, everybody I think repeats themselves to some extent. But when you're constantly patting yourself on the back, and just trying to get a rise out of the crowd, and you're, you're, I mean, ad nauseum, I could probably just about recite one of your speeches at this point. And as much as I thought you did great for as a president of the United States, it's like I just did not, I wasn't feeling it last night. And maybe I'm uh, just not a, because I'm not a full-blown Trumper. Um, I was a supporter of Trump. I still am. If, if that's who the, the right-wing party, the con, you know, conservative party, decides to run for president, I will back him a 1,000%. I'd work on the campaign. I'd do whatever I had to. Uh, you know, it's just, two wrongs don't make it right. But in this instance, you know, all the people that voted for Biden because he was the lesser of two evils, that's what would happen with me with Trump again because that's what I voted for with him and Hillary. Uh, like I said, I was a Cruz guy, and right now I'm not anybody. I really don't have uh, somebody jumping out of me uh, as far as the leader of who I would choose to be the president of the United States in 2024. But I watched this speech, and, and the, the, the only thing I will say is the, the look it up segments later, but, I mean, you can call it now because, like I said, we're just – Going random here today, uh, the John Kennedy speech, the 
the senator from Louisiana. This dude, he's always a crack. He cracks me up with a lot of stuff he says because he's blunt and he's southern. He doesn't give a shit. Kind of like the city Billy that, that I am, but I'm not southern. I mean, I'm I have southern heritage, but northern born and bred. But this guy just cracked me up about how he... The gist of the speech, if you don't want to go look it up, but uh, the gist of the speech was that he doesn't hate anybody. And it is, and this is very in common with my uh, thinking, my uh, logic, too. I don't hate anybody. I, I try to find the good in everybody. And, but I will have, and this is him talking now, that I will have to say that Joe Biden's administration sucks. And it was just like that. And he went on the gamut of whether it was, you know, the inflation, whether it's, you know, uh, the border security, whether it's the foreign wars and Afghanistan and Ukraine and all this. Any way you slice it, this guy sucks. And his administration's terrible. Now, that was a classic speech in my mind. And it was absolutely how I felt. And it's, I don't hate I try not to hate anybody, but Piss Pants makes it pretty easy. I mean, he really does because he's so smug and arrogant, and they call they call Trump that, you know, smug and arrogant. They call Trump the racist, too. Go back and watch Biden from the 90s and 2000s, and they said, well, you know, he, he, he learned from his ways. That's bullshit. The center, the core of a person never changes, and he's always thought that. He'll, he'll think that till the day he dies. But he knows where to get the votes. And they've, the Democrats have played this with the Democrat-ran shitholes that are predominantly minorities a lot. And they've done it for years. And the minorities play into the role of being uh, uneducated and just go with the flow. And they play right into it and they vote Democrat. That's just simply how it is. And it's like the Democrats have some good thing. I'm not going to sit here and say the Republicans are always right and we're we're salt of the earth. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I like some of the shit she does. Other stuff she's a damn buffoon about. Uh, Ted Cruz was the same way. I love Ted Cruz as far as the flat tax and, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff he said. But, uh, you know, then he, he kind of went on vacation during an ice storm in, in Texas. And it kind of reminded me now of what Biden did with East Palestine and went to the Ukraine on President's Day instead of going to Ohio where he had a catastrophic environmental fucking disaster. Um, so there's there's time. No president or alive is going to get my uh, utmost respect 100% of the time. They're all going to fuck up, including Donald J. Trump. He had a lot of things I didn't like, uh, including, you know, some of the stupid shit he would say and, and the arrogant shit he would do and... It all boils down to, for a president. It all boils down at the end of the day how my life is comparable. My life was better then than it is now, uh, financially, and you know, wokeness has taken over and all this crap. It's much better now. I don't. I don't. I didn't fear a nuclear attack from Russia and China and North Korea when Trump was in office. I fear that now that it could happen, and that's kind of the thing I'm talking about. But John Kennedy's speech hit the nail on the head for me. I don't hate anybody on the left, and I just disagree. 
it's like that one song uh, years ago. I'm dating myself. But I, I didn't even listen to this kind of music, but I remember the song by uh, Dave Mason. There is no good guys. There are no bad guys. There's just you and me, and we don't disagree. We just disagree, I should say. So that's the way it is. And, and I'm getting kind of tired of... of uh, having to fly off the handle at uh, Republic or Democrats and yeah, and the Republicans I don't like. And I'm trying to, uh, I'm easing out of, and, and I'll probably keep doing the blog or the podcast because I like sitting here doing this, but I'm easing out of the anxiety that I had about all the shit, you know, when the woo flu hit and the rigged election and all this stuff. So I'm easing myself out of the reason I started to do this. And I started to do it for a re- you know, the reason of mental health and uh, me wanting to get this stuff out of my system so I didn't let it sit there and fester and then I didn't have to bother my wife and my friends and my family about it. I wanted to come down and get it out of my, just get it out and talk. And I started out vlogging and then I came to podcasting and I think I'll keep doing it because I like to, to, to hit on certain things, but I've been really Adam, you know, animated a lot in the past. I, I don't think I'm going to be as animated because it's like, I really truly don't hate. I strongly dislike, I strongly dislike Nancy Pelosi. I strongly dislike Chuck Schumer. I strongly dislike AG Merrick Garland, Adam Schiff, piss pants, of course, and the entire Biden crime family. Now, and, and I, might, I might touch on hatred for some of them, but anymore, it's like, I'm just worried about self-survival at this point and my, you know, my future generation's survival, my grand, you know, my, my sons, my, my son, my daughters, my uh, grandchild. And I worry about that stuff more than I do uh, the hatred. And I, I don't know if that's maturity finally at 54. I don't know what it is. But that speech just kind of hit me because that's like, that, that, that was on me. He it was right up my alley with what John uh, Kennedy said, and I thought it was good. And, and, but as far as Trump's speech, yeah, long-winded, blowhard, not much new. Not, nothing much new except he was going to be, he's going to be the 47th president and, you know, all the stuff we hear. And so I thought it was it. I, I didn't watch it that long. Got, like I said, I got hooked on a, a, a paranormal uh, show on uh, YouTube, which was very good. Had a had a had a house in Sydney, Ohio, with it on there, so that's why I watched it. And then I ended up watching one from Indiana. It was pretty cool. If you ever want to get on there, it's uh, the Paranormal Experience. I think it's Paranormal Experience, something like that. Uh, TV show. I, I, it's it's like a series on YouTube. It's pretty cool. Three three brothers do it. Man. Just an offhand comment there. Now, now we'll go back to some of the more newsworthy stuff, I guess, um, instead of me rambling. The infrastructure. Now, uh, we look at the infrastructure in the United States. And I thought, you know, many years ago, Obama's plan was to fix all the infrastructure. And you see construction everywhere you drive for years now. You've been seeing infrastructure projects on roads and bridges and highways and all this stuff. I think somebody dropped the ball uh, 
and forgot about the fucking train tracks <laughs> because the train derailments are absolutely crazy. I mean, we and like I said last week, we've we have three or four a day. It's not like it doesn't happen. It's like almost like a common as a car accident, and some it probably happens more than plane crashes. Well, I know it does. And, uh, you know, a thousand a year or whatever, but they're getting more more news time because of the stuff that's been carried. And, and we had the big one, of course, in East Palestine or Palestine, whatever. And uh, we had one in Springfield, Ohio yesterday. And it just, the guy got it on video. And it's like, these trains look like, I mean, going across the tracks. And they showed a picture of the tracks a uh, really good TikToker um, that I watch a lot called Sup America, S-U-P America. And he has a lot of good information on his uh, TikToks. And he showed a video of a train coming down a track somewhere in uh, Oklahoma, I thought he said, or something like that. And it showed the tracks. And I swear to God, it looked like metal spaghetti. I mean, they just... The tracks were all broken up and at an angle and moved to the side. And it's like, isn't, is the railways not a part of our infrastructure? I mean, the rail, all the rail unions have been saying we need updated pronto, including Norfolk Southern, who, you know, uh, a company that has had a couple of the derailments already. Um, they've been saying this for a long time that we need to upgrade our, our trains. And you, it makes you wonder why the administration and the government of the United States is not upgrading them like pronto because of all these train derailments. You would think we would get all over that. But, you know, it's kind of hard to do when you're sending every nickel and dime you have to a foreign country called the Ukraine because of shady uh, shit you got in the closets over there, which is what it boils down to. And, and I will get into that more later because I got a lot to say about that. But wouldn't Ukrainian money benefit us right now with upgrading our railway system so we don't have fucking derailments of vinyl chloride, for God's sakes, that go into toxic clouds that, that rain down on the people and, and communities that make them sick, and then you're going to get lawsuits, and then you're going to have, you know, people dying of this shit. Um, yeah, you would think so. But uh, our, our uh, current administration hasn't jumped all over that yet. But then again, you go back. How, how long have these train tracks been, you know, how long have they been fucked up, really? They, it didn't happen in two, three years here. And we should have probably paid more attention to that as a viable means of transportation, because what happens when the truckers strike? What happens when we can't get port ships into the ports? Right, we have one left. We have one way left, and that's the railways. And now we're really fucking hurting on the railways. So I think the infrastructure in the United States needs uh, the utmost attention absolutely right now. As we talk uh, randomly uh, about the, the country in general, it just seems messed up to me that homelessness homelessness is at a fever pitch, really. It is. I mean, you see tent cities in everywhere from San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, 
all the way across the country to you know, the New York, to Philadelphia, especially Kensington. Um, and it's just out of control everywhere you go. I mean, I mean, I know some people went on a trip, my wife included, to Las Vegas. Homelessness, just crazy. Bums everywhere. And I know there's been bums for a long time. Everywhere you go, there's there's somebody on, on there's bums and then there's homeless people to me. Homeless people are people down on their luck. Bums are people that choose to be out there. And they, they really, but, but we're, we're dealing with that where we have no southern border security. None at all. And I mean, we got cartel, drug cartels down there just having a heyday bringing fentanyl, meth, heroin, all this junk across the border because nobody, we don't have enough people to stop them. The wall stopped getting built. I mean, border patrol at this time has got to be wore the hell out. Who wants to be border patrol right now? You know, it's like you, 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 you feel like you're a losing battle. And, and we got all that going on. Then we, our administration, instead of worrying about that, Worrying about that junk, they're drumming up World War III by talking smack to Russia, talking smack to China. China and Russia together is a really bad fucking deal. But when you throw Iran and North Korea in with that, that's a formidable opponent. I don't care what you say. Those four together are not a good fucking combination because you got to think. When Trump, one thing about Trump, when he was in there, he told you know, like Russia can't be buying an oil from Iran. You can't be. You can't be funding their nuclear. You know, the we we need them to be nuclear free. We need them to be uh, not uh, rolling in enough money to uh, get this brazen uh, military uh, up and going with all these nuclear weapons. Well, once Trump left, Russia was like, well, we'll, we'll trade all the oil we want with Iran now because. There's no fear factor with, with piss pants and his administration. There is no fear factor. None of these countries have any fear of us. They, they, don't, scare, they don't scare in the slightest with any of Now, Trump, they thought, I think Trump, they, it wasn't so much that they were afraid of Trump the man. They were afraid of what Trump would do. And he told them straight out, I will bomb the shit out of you. I will, you know, he told the Taliban guy, some of the stuff he was talking last night, it is true, though. He showed him a picture of his house and said, you really don't want to, you don't want to injure, you kill one of our soldiers, and we're going to come on you like you've never seen in your life. And then showed him a picture of his house. That's some balls. That's brazen. That's that 90% where they say, ah, fuck him. That 90%, that's what they say. 90% of the time, ah, fuck, fuck Trump. But they had that 10% and they say, well, what if this crazy, is he crazy enough to do this? There's a 10% chance he might, so I ain't fucking with it. And that's how I see all the other countries in the world. This guy is a little unhinged. There's a 10% chance. There's a 10% chance I'm not taking. With Biden, there's zero chance. There's zero chance that he's going to go off half-cocked. There is a 100% chance, though, that he's going to do some stupid shit and fund funnel money through the Ukraine, which depletes us here, and that just open border. 
I mean, that's just like open borders. Another, it's just kill it. With all those things combined, all those countries, the big four I just mentioned, see us as weak. They see us as weak and pathetic. And they might not be wrong because look at the, the woke culture we got running. People were worried about what gender you call them. They're not worried about, you know, getting out there and doing their job, working hard. But really, what's the incentive for working hard anymore? And I'll get into that here in a little bit also. But before I get all, you know, all this is at the whim of a paid actor named Zelensky who wears sweatpants everywhere he goes. Have you seen videos of what Zelensky used to do where he would dance? And, and they wonder why the woke people love this fucking guy. Because he's one of them. If you've seen this guy, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, was a yeah, switch hitter. If he went both sides. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to be bisexual. You're a bisexual guy, I don't, I, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying he's a very effeminate guy. And now they're making him out to be this very strong, you know, just a heroic guy like Ben Stiller always says. A uh, heroic guy that is standing up for his country and blah, blah. No, he's a shill. He's a paid shill, and he's getting multitudes of mu- billions of dollars to his country, and then he's probably getting quite a good slice of the pie for himself. He'll disappear off into the sunset, you know, and just be jet setter. He'll be like the, the poster boy for, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I gotta get the word right. He's, it's like the, the the poster boy for resilience, you know, for standing up for himself and, and, and anti-bullying and thing, which is whatever. I mean, I just I think he could find a better fucking role model than Vladimir Zelensky, who who actually had a song. We they had somebody had a song coming out with him on it, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's like. He's riding a celebrity train while his country's getting pummeled on the eastern half. I was like, okay. But he's a, her- a hero. Okay. Oh, fuck. fuck. Uh, that's one guy I can't see. I don't. He's on probably on the hate thread. I mean, he fucking Zelensky. I just, he had me fooled too, and that pisses me off more than anything. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> World War Three absolutely around the corner. If we keep going the way we're going, there's no way to avoid it. Now, as far as the changing of the guard here in the United States, you know, it it is coming quicker than, you know, it's a year and a half away from a, not soon enough, but it's a year and a half away from our next election. And uh, the top uh, GOP donors got together. They're going to get, well, they're, they're getting together for a meeting about who's, you know, to throw money at as far as the next president nominee for the Republicans or the right wings, whatever you want to call them. Such people in attendance will be like uh, Nikki Haley, who I think is probably like 4% on the meter. And then you get uh, traitor Mike Pence, who I don't care what you say, he's a fucking traitor. And... I wouldn't vote for this guy if it was the last thing I had to do. I would rather abstain from voting than vote for Mike Pence. I, lesser of two evils or not, I will not vote for this fucking jagoff. He's uh, as phony and fake as you can get, and he needs to keep his 
pretend an ass away from the United States government in general. He should never hold office ever fucking again. And, uh, you know, I was hoping Brunson versus Adams would get rid of some of these fucks, but yeah. Now everybody said, oh, they are going to hear the case. They are. No, no, it was denied the last time. It's been denied twice. I can't see why everybody keeps thinking this is going to go through the Supreme Court. I don't see it. As far as Brunson versus Adam, 22-380 is probably lost forever in the dockets of the Supreme Court of the United States. That's just my humble, silly opinion right there. I don't think, I think that's a big... Uh, showboat for somebody and uh, maybe uh, another distraction, I guess, to try to get us hyped up for. But the last, uh, you know, I think Pence got like seven, seven or eight percent in like the the straw polls that are out as far as presidencies. Uh, Then you got Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, he's high up on the list. He's number two behind Trump. But Trump doesn't get invited to this. So Trump's not a part of the GOP donors meeting. And okay, I I understand, like I said, that he's not the ideal human being to be uh, in charge or leading the the party or the, the country. Or they think that Biden would just beat him again or whoever they throw in there like Newsom or Buttplug or any of those guys that have a big woke following and, uh, you know, they're all about uh, peace and love and reparations and transgenderism and LBGTQI plus and all this stuff that that majority of the country, unfortunately, is uh, all about with drag shows for kids and, and that's all normal. That's normalcy now. You know, they have drag shows come into elementary schools to show them it's okay to be whatever gender you want. So you confuse the fuck out of our kids and they grow up confused and then they make decisions way too early in their life and then half of them regret it later and you wonder why the suicide rate's so high. You think the suicide rates for transgenders is so high because of non-acceptance? I think most people in the country have already learned to accept it but the transgender suicide rate is still up there. Why? Because of difficulties they have. Because of regret they have of doing what they did. It's okay to be a tomboy. It's okay to be an effeminate gay man. You don't have to change your gender. And that's what I think they come to realize and it's too late. And they have all these medical problems. And there's all the, the, the mood swings, the mental anxiety, the, the depression... That's a lot of it. And I know I get called, I get called some kind of a hate monger for that, but that's just how I see it. And the studies I've read, that's what's going on more than they're getting bullied. I mean, because in this day and age, nobody, the majority of the people don't care like me. They don't care that you're transgender. I just don't want to pay for it. And I don't want to shove down my throat. And I sure as hell, if I had a young kid, I wouldn't want him have to be, uh, seeing drag shows it's like yeah, that shit you see when you're in high school you know when you're make a decision and that's just you know like i said my opinion i am an opinion guy um but DeSantis. speaking of DeSantis, uh, no 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 trump there so they think they're gonna ride their star on DeSantis. i was not a, an anti-desantis guy i i thought he was okay 
I thought he would do okay. Uh, he was Trump-ish in the way he talked. Uh, younger version, uh, definitely thought that might be more appealing to people than Ron DeSantis. I would never vote now for Ron DeSantis, and I'm going to tell you why, and it's, it's a pretty simple explanation. He's trying to pass a bill in Florida. Now, this is, uh, you know, just out uh, Gateway Pundit, I think, the last couple days. Um, and the bill in Florida, you know, it's because it's like the, the, the don't say gay bill was a big thing against him. And this one is against him on my side, I think. And I think a lot of right-wingers will agree with me and maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But he's trying to pass a bill in Florida that if you want to blog about Governor Ron DeSantis. Basically, somebody like me that would say, I'm talking shit about Ron DeSantis. I would have to register with the state of Florida, which they would end up knowing where I lived, you know, uh, where I worked, uh, a lot of information about me by registering with the state, or I'm going to be fined because I want to blog and talk shit about the governor of the state. That I live in. So free speech can fuck off, I guess, right? Um, I, I don't understand this, especially at this time. And I don't know what the fine is. It could be a, a 99 cents. But it's 99 cents too much because freedom of speech, the First Amendment, is you know a pretty big deal to me. And if it wasn't, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right here because I... Number one, I wouldn't think I'd be allowed. And number two, uh, I would just stay in my corner, stay in my lane and shut my mouth because we don't have freedom of speech. If you said something like that, you'd be arrested. I don't feel like being fucking arrested. And that's just how it would be. But if this is true, and it sounds like it is, I, I trust a lot of the Gateway Pundit stuff. And, you know, I just think this is bullshit. I think he's a horrible and Sup America said this too on TikTok, and I I really trust what Sup America says because he he's always on point with stuff, and I really like his content, so I kind of watch everything he does. So he said the same thing that I'm going to say, and that's uh, well, uh, there's a reason not to vote for Ron DeSantis, and you know what, Ron, fuck you, you're my first fuck off. Today, fuck off to Ron DeSantis, and uh, that hurts to say because I really was not a, an anti-person of DeSantis, and but that's arrogant, that's bullshit, that's uh, bullish, and we don't need any more of that. We need the opposite of that. We need something. That's why you know Trump's not on my number one list, but now I have nobody because DeSantis was my next guy, really. Um, I don't think Cruz has the, the, I don't think he'll have enough votes to carry it. Uh, I'm not a Marco Rubio fan as far as his policies. I was just, I was hoping for either Trump or DeSantis or Trump DeSantis together, but those two together might be the worst fucking idea I've heard in a long time because that's counteractive, but we shall see, right? we got a year and a half to go. Maybe something else will come out or he'll changes ways. But for now I gotta say I'm not a I'm not a Ron DeSantis guy. Um Triple F and Patty B, if you have any comments on that, you know, hit me up. 
messenger or uh, you know my email. Um, being as you're in the great state of Florida, so okay, we'll move on. Uh, during a Senate hearing, they had with A.G. Garland, Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, this week, Senator Charles Grassley. He had stated that a dozen whistleblowers, now that's a dozen people, have come forward with criminal activity claims against Hunter Biden and have have sent them to the FBI or stated them to the FBI. But Hunter walks the streets again today. Uh, no, no charges, no, not on, no, nothing. Uh, how many people do we have to have come forward to to get this guy to? at least be held accountable for something. He's done so much shady shit. And yet, even the laptop from hell, nobody cares. And that's the problem. It's like all this stuff gets gets all ramped up and hyped up, and when it it shows itself, nobody cares. Kind of like the Epstein flight logs, nobody cares. It's just... But if the January 6th is still on everybody's tip of their fucking tongue, and it happens, they say something about it every day, the insurrection, oh, Trump incited an insurrection, the right-wing insurrection, it was, no, it was a walkthrough. We all know that now. It was a walkthrough only aggravated by the Capitol Police that threw flash grenades into the middle of a crowd, an otherwise peaceful crowd, and the shit tore off after that. And I was like, okay, that's an insurrection. Now you you've been you haven't been to very many countries or watched very much footage then, because that's nowhere near an insurrection. But here again, as I always say, let's skate because they're gonna he's gonna get by with it again. It's just the Hunter Biden way. The Biden crime family continues to churn him out, churn along. So now here comes the shocker of all. This is going to be surprising. You guys aren't going to expect this. There's no way that you would have thought this was possible. This is something that shattered me to my core. I've been trying to save it up for the whole episode. Um, devastating that, that I found this out that uh, I, I just couldn't believe it. But bear with me. Here it goes. The Center for Disease Control is now saying, they're now saying that the COVID-19 virus most likely came from a leak in a Wuhan, China lab experimenting with gain-of-function research funded by the NIH. Wow. (laughs) Well, duh. (laughs) Fuck. You know, so two, three years later, you guys finally admit what we've all said, not in such conspiracy theories, our, our heads are a little bit bigger today, our chest sticks out a little farther, and we're like, yeah, we knew that three fucking years ago. You guys are a little bit behind the times to trying to say this was, was some kind of just, you know, God uh, anomaly. It was not a leaked virus out of a lab. Fuck, we knew that. All you had to do was watch Event 201, and you knew it was coming. And then when it did come, it was rather easy to see that it was uh, leaked out of a lab. It wasn't a bat that bit somebody. And, I mean, fucking come on. The woo flu, (laughs) as we call it. 
Uh, yeah, but that was the shocker sent out by the CDC. Like, I just wanted, I just looked at that when I read it, and I said, you, well, you fucking idiots. You really think we believed anything else? And uh, now you're finally admitting it somewhat. You know, they won't come out and fully say that. They just said most likely with quotations, most likely. No, not most likely. It 100% was. <laughs> That's just it. Oh, boy. Uh, so, um, before I got one last thing for my, for me personally, and it's a personal thing, not, not personal for me, but I mean, it, it ties in with me personally, but before I get to that, I'm going to hit on my look it up, uh, segment from last week, which was the, uh, BLM, uh, the, you know, young, the black kids were, uh, beating white kids up and telling them they had to pledge allegiance to the BLM and, it's a big thing at Kenwood Elementary School in Springfield, Ohio, which is, you know, an hour or so away from here, an hour and a half maybe. Um, and a lot of people, you know, I, I've seen a lot of comments on that article. It's like, oh, that's not happening. That's just run of the mill. It's not, uh, it, it probably was just kids being kids, blah, blah, blah. Well, now there is CCTV footage of this incident. Uh, see five, four or five black kids dragging a white kid, um, putting him on his knees and you can't hear anything, but I don't know. That's kind of a stretch to say that didn't happen. Um, Springfield's a little rough. Uh, Springfield's, uh, not surprised. It wouldn't surprise me, put it that way. It's very under the radar kind of roughness. It doesn't get the Dayton, Lima, Canton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Youngstown kind of hate because it's a smaller place, but it's not. Uh, I wouldn't walk around in uh, that what, day. There's a park over there. They say you walk around in there, you're dead. And, and, and that, I can't remember the name of the park now, but I'll try to look it up or find out. And uh, it's a rough place, but yeah. So there is CCTV footage of the assault part, and that will be charges being pressed against. Uh, cops are at least saying they're investigating pressing charges. So just a little follow-up that, that people said that probably didn't happen. Well, the video footage showed something happened. Um, I can't guarantee it was... Pledge allegiance to BLM, but it looked like they were on their making them get on their knees to do something, and it was it was pretty ugly. Um, just for elementary kids, I mean, it was it was bad. Uh, my last subject for the day, man, and, and I'm proud of myself that I haven't lost my shit today. And maybe it's Sunday mornings, or maybe they're going to be the new trend. I don't know, because I'm calm. It's easy, you know, easy like Sunday morning, you know. And uh, this one here is the 2022 statistics show that the U.S. pension shortfalls are at $1.4 trillion. So in the United States, the pensions are short by $1.4 trillion. I can tell you for me personally, just in the last two years, I've lost... Uh, right six figures, uh, right around a hundred. And I'll be, I guess I will say six figures is not at the high end. It's like 121, 122. 
But that's a lot of fucking money for a guy like me that wants to retire early. I wanted to retire at 55, and there ain't no way that's going to happen. Uh, I was really hopeful. I mean, I might be able to, to retire from one job, but I still got to work somewhere, right? And it'll have to be full-time because of the insurance costs are through the fucking roof. Uh, food's doubled. You know, the, the interest rates are sky-fucking-high. Inflation's at a 40-year high. And, but, 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 you know, Piss Pants is doing great. He's doing great for the Ukrainian people, yes. But here we are. We're funding Ukrainian pensions while I'm losing hundreds of thousands, well, over $100,000 of my pension to working in the United States as a taxpayer. And I've been a taxpayer for the last 37 fucking years. So how are we supposed to feel as American people we're funding Ukraine pensions. We're giving them border security. We're wanting to help redo and, and improve their infrastructure. But we got train derailments every day, three, four, five times a day. We get vinyl chloride train derailments that made people sick. The health care is going so, so expensive. They can't move because they're a poor community in East Palestine. Uh, so they're stuck there with toxic fucking everything. Um, you know, government's not there to bail them out, help them out, give them money to have some money in their pockets, as Piss Pants says about the Ukrainian people. Make them feel, make them feel, you know, worthy and have some money in their pocket. Put something in their pockets, motherfucker. You're taking it out of my pocket to give it to some Ukrainian, okay? And your the border security. Our borders are wide open, but you're worried about them securing their fucking border and their infrastructure? Okay, but we're doing this, so you're going to tell me, and all the and all the libtards and the leftists that want to come for me and say I'm a heart, heartless, ungrateful, you know, I don't care about people, I'm an unhumane, inhumane monster. Let me ask you this. So we're doing this now, you're telling me that we're doing this as the country, we're doing this as the, out of the kindness of our fucking heart, helping the Ukraine. That we care that much about Russia and Ukraine. When it was said years ago by Vladimir Putin and the Russians, don't try infringing anywhere eastward of where you're at, as far as NATO countries go, and we're not going to have a problem. The minute you start pushing eastward towards our border, you're coming to our house. You're coming to our border to try to get closer. No, we're going to puck and push. What happens? You know, this shit happened in 2014 in Ukraine. It's been going on for eight years before the war started over there. Eight years. They've had their little conflicts with Donbass region and stuff. Why, why didn't we do anything for the eight years before? You know why? Because Putin didn't feel threatened. He didn't feel like NATO was knocking on his fucking door. Because one of the reasons was because we had Don, Don, Donald J. Saying, Vladimir, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't even want to be in fucking NATO. We're not coming for you. We're not going to help these fuckers push to you. Lo and behold, Don, you know, Donald leaves. You start getting the Ukrainian starts shelling fucking Donbass. And all of a sudden, 
Russia gets accused of invading Ukraine. They retaliated against Ukraine. And I'm a, if you want to call me a Russian sympathizer, fucking go ahead at this point. Russia's not taking all my money. The Ukraine is taking all our money. We're giving we're not, they're not even taking it. We're giving it to them because we have corruption so deep that we have to blackmail, pay blackmail money to the Ukrainians. We got so many skeletons in our closet, especially with the Wu flu, because all the biolabs in the Ukraine didn't just set empty, not doing nothing. I wouldn't be totally shocked if they had a lot of stuff to do with the 2020 Wu flu hitting. And I wouldn't have, and they have to, they keep quiet or they tell us that the uh, DNC fucking arranged all this. Well, we have to shove them some money. We have to be, we're not doing this because of the kindness of our fucking hearts. The bleeding heart liberals are full of shit. There's, there, you, you say, oh, we need to, I heard one idiot on, on the social media say, we need, we need to keep you fund, we need to keep funding Ukraine more and more and more and more. They can't be taken over by the, by the Russians and blah, blah, blah. Why do we give a fuck? You think the, the you think that Russia's going to have the resources to, to take Ukraine and then just keep going? Poland, Germany. Germany's backing out of this shit. They're saying we're not giving all this ammunition to them anymore. And, and, and then piss pants is coming down on them. What are you doing? And Germany's like, we're, we're not believing in this fucking cause like you are, dude. You know, if you want to give them billions of dollars, you go ahead. But we're not. They're waking up to the fact that they see this is horseshit. That the Ukraine is not. And why should Germany fund shit that caused by the, you know, United States. Germany probably thinking, well, you know, if what if the United States is responsible for the Wu flu? Why should we be giving them help with Ukraine? And, and that, yeah, I mean, you called me crazy. I've been, I'm undefeated as a conspiracy theory guy. And, and that that's bragging, so fucking be it. Yeah, that's patting myself on the back. I am unfucking defeated. And I will be undefeated. It's like, I'd be surprised if everything I said isn't, isn't right. Let's go down the list of shit I think is wrong before I get into the last part here. Climate hoax. The climate, climate change is a fucking hoax, okay? Three-tenths of a, an inch of water rising is not... And they say, well, Mike, look at the blizzards. Look at the blizzards in, in Tahoe, you know, 12 feet of snow in California and all those, all these uh, tornadoes and blah, blah. Guess what we've also had? How many fucking chemical fires in this country? How many chemical fires across the world? Do you think that would have fucking affect the weather at all? Do you really not think that a bunch of toxic chemicals mixed into the atmosphere wouldn't cause any reaction at all, you fucking buffoons? Seriously? You don't think that has any bearing on what we're seeing weather-wise this year? And also, that shit comes in cycles. The hottest day in American history was 1911, but we're, we're experiencing global warming? Don't give me a fucking break. I mean, that's the kind of shit that, that, I, that frustrates me. That's the kind of shit that pisses me off. Then you got the NASA money laundering scheme hoax. 
We did not land on number three. We, and, and because NASA's ongoing every time they have some. Number three, we didn't walk on the moon. Well, I'll go with two. I'll stick with NASA. Two, we didn't walk on the moon. We've never been to the fucking moon. The Challenger explosion was a fucking hoax. It blew up all right, but the people that were on that fucking spaceship are alive and well. They were alive and well. They might be dead now. But you just got to look that shit up. Look up the people's names. Judith Resnick. Look it up. And look at the Judy Resnick in 1986 compared to the Judith Resnick. That's uh, some kind of a lawyer or some shit. Look up Wikipedia or something. Judith Resnick. And look at Judy Resnick from the... I just seen this this morning again. They're identical. And, and Michael Smith. Dr. Michael Smith. He didn't even change his fucking name. These people didn't even change their names after that. It was a fucking designed hoax. Space, to me, is fake. And I know a lot of people think, oh, I'm crazy. But you think Mars looks like that? You think we have the capability? Think about it. Did Richard Nixon use a landline phone in 1969 to call 244,600 miles away to the fucking moon? We had that technology back then. Oh, you guys, I mean, brilliant. You're brilliant if you think that. There's no way. We've been deceived our whole lives. What about the new, the hoax of uh, three square meals a day and the grains and all this shit? I fed on to that. I thought, you know, eating healthy was salads and grains and all this stuff. Now they're coming out with a new one from the NIH, our beloved NIH, where it says that eating stuff like, you know, cut back on meat and eggs. And, you know, it's okay to eat more, like, Cocoa Puffs. I shit you not. This was just on the news. I mean, like the mainstream news. They're, they're advocating that junk food is not as bad as it would have seemed. You know, who, who, who's involved with all that? Is that Big Pharma involved in all that? Are the companies that make the most money, are they the ones that sell the junk food with all the bullshit in it, the poison stuff? The stuff that's not good for us, that's been keeping us down and cancerous for how many generations now? Me included? Sorry, but we're giving away our future. Our pensions, our border security, our infrastructure. We're, do, we're not doing this out of the kindness of our heart. There's nothing. If you think there's nothing to see here, that there's no underlying corruption, that there's no underlying reasons why we're giving the Ukraine over a hundred fucking billion dollars and climbing every day, 400 million more the other day for weapons, ammunition, because Germany said, fuck you, we're not buying, we're not giving you any ammunition anymore. Germany woke up, we're still sound to fucking sleep in this country. Germany had protests, they said, we're done, we're done. Because our people figured it out. This people in our country are just sitting on their fucking hands as usual. And the lefties are loving every minute of it because they're thinking, oh, we're getting, they get to feel good about themselves, the peace and love in Ukraine, that we're reinventing the wheel of love. And transgenders and all this stuff are just reuniting, you know, doing whatever they want. And, you know, 10 years from now, when you have no life savings, 
and you don't have a pot to piss in and you're not getting any help because the government's broke because Ukraine's got all of our money, don't come crying to me. Don't come crying to me. Don't come knocking on my door for a fucking donation. You're not going to get it. I'm trying to tell you now. And it's like, like I said, I'm unfucking defeated. Name, a, name something that, that I've ever said that hasn't came true as of yet. There's a couple outstanding ones yet that, that we have yet to find. But the CDC just saying that yesterday about COVID-19, winner, winner, chicken fucking dinner again. Again. And another one, as DJ Khaled says, and another one. So if you believe we're doing this all out of the kindness of our heart because it's the right thing to do and because Vladimir Putin's a big bully and we got to show him who's the boss, then you really are a special kind of fucking stupid. We got skeletons, my friends. We got lots of skeletons and the Biden crime family knows they got lots of skeletons. The Democratic ran shitholes stay shitholes, and people just keep voting Democrat anyway. So if you want to see people shitting on your streets, living in tents by your house, keep voting Democrat, I guess. Keep keep being the lefties that you are. Keep hating Orange Man bad because, you know, I, I get it. Orange Man is bad. He's an asshole. He's egotistical as fuck. He's arrogant. But think about 2019 and think about it honestly. Don't buy into your leftist bullshit. Think about it honestly. Was life better for you in 2019 or in 2023? I know what my answer is. And if you're honest with yourself, you know what the answer is. But you won't be because you are a special kind of fucking stupid. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the gist of it right there. But anyway, <laughs> now I'm getting pissed. So it is time to call it because it's easy. Easy like Sunday morning this week. Easy. The Zero Hour 2021 at gmail.com. The Zero Hour vlogs, blogs, and podcast on Facebook. At The Zero Hour 23 on Twitter. The Zero Hours podcast. On TikTok, that's the ways you can get to me. So it's a beautiful Sunday in March. I get to go hang out with my blended family today, which is great because not everybody gets along, but, you know, we get along really well. Me and my wife are going to see my ex-wife and her family, all my kids except the one she's got to work today, so a grandkid, all that. So I'm going to have a good day after all. I'm going to have a great Sunday. I hope everybody else does too. Always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Oh, almost forgot. Thanks again to Fred Excelsior, Arkansas, Triple F, Patty B., Q-Man Quentin from Seville, my buddy Skeeter, and all my other dedicated listeners, I thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Mm-hmm.